0: up with the words of light from God, you will shine, and people will also shine around you. May God bless you. I... I thought I could get away with not giving a sermon. You can all go inside. Take a oh, why don't we take a photo? Let's take a photo. Okay. With their parents. With their parents, with their parents, with their parents spouses, friends... I don't know if anyone's married or not, but that's why I said the adults. Let's take a photo. And then I can maybe get away with not giving a sermon. Not in this parish. Come, come, come. come Stand next to your children if you can get next to them. You could put that down. You could put, turn them off. Just set them to the side here because they're dripping. All you need water. the iPhone Pro <laughs> that has the the wide lens now. Father George, you're in the front. They can't see you. I'm there, okay. you are up there. See. Ah. <laughs> Bravo. Wait one second. Thank you. Congratulations Thank you. Thank you. to the parents. You. You did I did good in Gagabo. <laughs> <laughs> it's a great joy to join the two communities of St. Paul, Minneapolis, St. George, and St. Mary or the Dormition, or as you say, St. Mary's Greek and St. George Greek. Is that how the nicknames are of the parishes? It's great to join you for the first time in worship, in the first time as one Eucharistic family. We have all heard or perhaps told our loved ones, especially children, Do unto others as you would have them do unto you. The golden rule. And a lot of different religions have different versions of that same rule. Basically trying to teach that we ought to care for one another. Be nice to one another. Our Lord, however, doesn't just tell us what to do. He's more interested in how and the how and the who. The Lord says, love those who hate you. Do good to those who don't help you. Be kind or lend without expecting to receive anything in return. You see, our Lord understands that being good and loving and helping comes natural to us. After all, he created us. And God created the world for goodness. That's why after he creates the world and he looks upon it on the upon the completion, he says, It's very good. It's already in us, it's innate. He knows that we want to do good. He knows that we want to love and He knows that we want to help. But, you see, many times there's another force fighting us. of Another law, as you will, in the world that's trying to take what is natural and obscure it. Take what is beautiful and change it. Our desire to survive, our desire to persevere, our desire or the world's desire that becomes ours to outlast each other, takes love and kindness and care and distorts it. And what happens? We start loving those who love us. We start doing good only to those who do good to us first. We care for those who will care for us in return. It's an exchange of goods and services, a quid quo pro. I will do good if you will do good to me. I will love you only if I know that you will love me and I will care for you. I will lend you help. So long as I know that eventually when I need it, you're going to turn around and help me. And so what is natural, the desire and the, the urge to do good for all, becomes very limited. And that is what Christ, that's why Christ doesn't say, do good, but He says do good to those who don't do good to you. Love those who hate you. He already knows that we want to love and do good. And so it's a challenge. It's a challenge for us to learn how to look outward, to look beyond our own, to look beyond those who love us and care for us and do good for us. And it's wonderful because at the end of today's Bible reading from the New Testament, from St. Luke, it ends with how to do this. Christ tells us how we might be able to be kind and good and love those who hate us. What does He say? Be merciful as your Heavenly Father is merciful to you. He reminds us. It's almost a slap in the face. You know, when our kids try to be smart, we don't slap them. I hope we don't slap them. but Sometimes there's a zinger in there. We pierce their heart, and they get it. Our Lord says something to us to remind us that we can't limit our kindness and our love and our generosity just to those who are that way to us. He says, be merciful to others as your Father is merciful to you. In other words, you are not entitled to this mercy. And yet, your Father is merciful. You don't deserve this mercy. And yet, He is giving it to you unconditionally. He reminds us that we are not worthy of love and compassion of others, and yet we, we search for it. We long for it. When we receive it, when we're not worthy of it, it means all that much more. And really, none of us are worthy. We all hurt each other. We all fall short. There's, there are times when we will not be good spouses, husbands or wives or sons and daughters or friends. There are times we veer off the path. And yet when we are embraced at that moment by our husband or our wife or our children or our parents, when we don't deserve it, that's when we know that person really loves us and God is that person that loves us unconditionally. I hope and pray that we can come together more often. I hope and pray we don't have to wait two years for another Metropolis clergy lady assembly, for us to worship with one another. I hope and pray that we will take what we learned the last three, four days and today and practice it every day. Be merciful. Show compassion. Be light in the world. The world is full of people that are kind. That are good. Sometimes we focus on the bad. And we think that the entire world is bad and suffering and in dire need and in and, and darkness. And, and the world has good people. The world has good people. I encourage you to be merciful, to be compassionate, to be those people in the world that are the salt of the of the world. Have people's lives have meaning through the light that you share with them. I. I'm gonna be leaving in a few hours, and I would just like to thank everyone again, the members of the two communities of St. George and St. Mary's who have come together to help us pull off a wonderful clergy lady assembly, a gathering of our family. I am indebted to you all, those who did a lot and those who did a little, those who were helping us from the beginning and those who helped at the 11th hour. Every single person was needed. Every single person's help was absolutely essential for us to be where we are today. I thank you. I thank you. I thank you. I depart from you, and I want you to remember that I love you. I love you very much. I don't see you, and yet I love you. I ask you to keep me in your prayers, to remember us, Your brothers and sisters who are far away, that don't live an hour's drive, but live in the Chicagoland area, in the Wisconsin area, in the Iowa area, in the Missouri area, and in Indiana. Pray for them. We are one family, and I love you all. God bless you. May I welcome you or not say anything? Okay. Good morning, and uh, again, welcome, uh, first and foremost,